welcome to Frown Town. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, look, I gotta say it. Here's the thing. Uh, not legit. Yeah. I didn't get a full countdown. I know. I said I was going to stop doing this. I said I was going to stop damn doing it. this. God damn I it. God damn it. I didn't get a full. Everyone's getting a full countdown but me. And it's, it's frustrating for me. I'm the host. Why would you not give me a full countdown? You just it's literally just, it says it's host your computer, next to my man. Name. I don't know. Is it is it this extremely expensive gaming computer? No, no, I'm not. We're not having this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to be ranting loudly, and it just turns into Jay's biggest problem with the internet. <laughs> That's just this the next podcast. episode of Jay hates the internet. I actually that was brought be to the you by before this one. <laughs> that was like before we started. This, I was going to do Jay hates everything, and it was just me ranting every week about things. <laughs> and I Why, how is that different? Place. How is that different than what we already do? Well, I'd be in a much darker place. But the the thing is, I hate that saying like "dark place." I really hate that. That was going to be one of the episodes. Oh, I hate the saying because it's I'm racist. In a dark place right now. No, it's not. No one ever is in a truly dark place. Uh, Speak for yourself. Hey, you know what? That's racist. I'm. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm V Chatty, and fun fact, you guys, we actually have a guest today. Oh Isn't my that gosh, crazy? we do have a guest. Uh, yeah. And we have a guest because this is the start. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, it's uh, 416. It's uh, 420 Weedkind. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, so we're going to get you blazed before and then apparently during the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got we to pregame our 420. So, uh, yeah, so welcome. This is the pregame episode. But yeah, uh, let's introduce our. In fact, you introduce our guest. Oh, okay. Hi. So I uh, do this, it. this. Is, well, I'm V Chatty. Also, I don't know if I said that. Did I? You did. Oh, <laughs> I. I'm high for this episode, so you know, because uh, every episode, though. Yeah, but but especially for this episode. That's true. Yeah. We're uh, both high, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is uh, Justin Walsh. He's uh, you're okay. So you're a cannabis attorney. Uh, technically, yeah, I guess. So, so I, I, uh, I, I work. I'll let, yeah, Law. I'll let you tell the people yeah. what what yeah. you do because you uh, can I, explain it better than my high ass. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I work in Weed Law uh, at Gleam Law. We're we're a cannabis firm here in Pioneer Square and in a couple other states. And then I, uh, I also teach cannabis law and policy at Seattle University School of Law. And then I do oh, other cool. stuff too. Do you, you wear know. that T-shirt to class uh, or it's court? A, it's a Zoom class. Technically, they're lucky <laughs> I'm wearing pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for uh, since this is a uh, an audio medium, I'll let you guys know. Uh, Justin is wearing a beautiful uh, uh, forest green T-shirt with a, a white design. That's a hand holding what looks like a joint, and it says, "What does it say? Smoke local weed." Smoke local that weed and. This that's great. Oddly enough, I did not get this locally. I got that as a handout at some <laughs> oh show. My. It was like I, I don't <laughs> even think hypocrisy. it was a cannabis show. I, I, well, it was a cannabis show, but it wasn't a marijuana show. It was like I think a CBD expo or something like that. Sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We so, do it travel all to a lot plant. of like shows of that nature. Like, do you go to a lot of weed oh, shows and cons? My Is that kind of part of the nature job? I went to eight <laughs> of them in 2019. I was, like, my wow. partner was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> 
but honey, I'm a weed lawyer. I'm a marijuana <laughs> lawyer. I have to go this where, is... know where the weed is. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a weed emergency. I must go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what? I'm I'm guessing that with now. Weed laws kind of seems like a pretty broad thing. Do you specifically, are you a defense attorney or are you a guy that like, like a weed store would call up and be like, can we do this? Like, do you consult people? Yes. What's your main gig? Yeah. So yeah. my main role is, you know, if people need to sue or get sued, I, I handle all that. Uh, personally, I do classic lawyer stuff. Oh, of course. Yeah. It, <laughs> the worst, by the way. Never, never go to law school if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I do our FDA labeling for CBD and, like, Delta 8 THC analysis and all this other, like, really nerdy stuff. And then, like, we have have people that do transactions, mergers, trademarks. um, Mm -hmm. uh, When people get in trouble with the regulators, I, I tend to handle that stuff. So, yeah, we pretty much do it all. I consider it, like, everything that any other business needs, we can do it. But we do it with that cannabis twist because that affects yeah. a lot. Right. It, it affects how you file a trademark. It affects I mean, how you do all this other stuff. You know. Do you wear a suit to work? Oh God, no. God, no. <laughs> no. And I never would before. And and this has taken me to like a new level of I don't give a shits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, you're in Seattle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in Seattle. I'm in the cannabis industry, so immediately if I'm wearing a suit, I'm not trusted. And sure, let's be honest, sure. I hate wearing a tie. It's not not. <laughs> what was weird about like the Seattle area when I first moved here? Because I moved here from Alabama. I moved into a job where I my first couple of days I was walking in with like a tie and a collar and like like slacks, and I'm just like, well, this is how you were they pleated? This is right. Uh, of course, there's no points with it. Oh. Um, and what happened is, is like my first couple of days, like my my boss and other people were like, "So what's up with you dressing up?" And I was like, "This is how people normally dress, right?" I also didn't have all the hair at the time. <laughs> this is what happened to me over time in Seattle. Now, like I I haven't worn, I I wore a, a bow tie for our wedding, and that was maybe the last tie I think I wore. <laughs> I haven't legit put a tie on like I well no that's not true I was a uh, I was a zombie lawyer I think uh, one year <laughs> and so I put on a tie you can and, like, just say I, lawyer sort of... the the modifier is not needed <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you're <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I, the last time I wore a tie it's very interesting to me as as somebody who has uh, dabbled in uh, uh, weed and also being uh, a criminal in the past and it's all definitely no. What's that word for it? They can't get you anymore. Relief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the the it's it's the the statute of limitations is up. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. yeah. I that personally, but okay. <laughs> I mean, murder has Jay, no statute of limitations. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm I'm a good boy these days, uh, mostly because I. I I'm, I'm so, I can't do anything or go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say most of us are good because of the incredible thing called... Actually, that's a lie. The minute I was vaccinated, I, was, I downloaded Grindr, and this is the second time I've talked about that. On, this is the third. No, it's it's a lot. Well, are you counting Twitter? Because that's like up to four now. It's Four? Wait. 
What about it's literally Twitter? the first time this episode you mentioned it like an ep- the episode that we recorded previously. Yeah, yeah. I guess people have already heard at this point because yeah, you're, yeah. You're fucking with my timeline about, about my my birthday. <laughs> the episode that we birthday. just recorded, you you mentioned Grinder like twice in that episode. I think that's yeah, what's yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. But Amazing. That's like speaking the third time of grinders, today. you know, you can put weed in those. <laughs> I, I'm guessing I do, we got. I do want to ask. She's got uh, this uh, side sponsorship with Grinder. I think. It's, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I, I think have it's a... be at least three mentions every episode. I I don't I don't see any of those checks, but you know whatever gets me paid. I do have. I do have a question that I have I've always wondered, and I, you maybe you know the answer to this, maybe you don't. Uh, I know, like for instance, um, when I go to buy weed, I have to stop at an ounce. Why can't I buy more than an ounce of weed at a store? Like, is there a reason for that? Is it an arbitrary number? Like, what is it about an ounce of weed? Like, what am I gonna do after I get an ounce oh, or more? Man. And now I'm like, I'm gonna fuck up the world because I have more than an ounce of weed. Now, now you're hitting some history. Right, some weed history. So okay. when uh, Obama was in there and did the coal memo, right, which said, "We're hey, we got enforcement priorities now for weed." Mm-hmm. No one had done it yet, right? Really? Um, and they were just setting these priorities based on what had happened with the medical markets and what they were seeing as might be some issues. And so you ended up with, uh, you know, you get the coal memo out, and then you get um, this memory of how medical was treated by the federal government. Right. When when we passed medical in Washington, uh, Governor Gregoire, you know, took her line item veto pen and just scratched off most of it. And then she was super afraid because of the series of memos between her and the federal government of her own employees being arrested that she said, we're not going to do any federal money on this. It's just so we had this law passed and no government involvement at the state level because they were afraid of the employees being arrested. And so that's that's kind of the backdrop there, right? So when Washington started looking at recreational, mm-hmm. super cautious, right? Because we were the test case for that call memo. And we had already heard with medical that people were going to get fucking arrested. So they're like, okay, we're going to put the most stringent things in place that we can. And this is uh... under the same entity that was you know put put in place at the time of the end of prohibition right so we were also really early on in heavy regulation of alcohol and that mentality kind of carries over that combined with the fact that we we knew we were going to be the test case the um initiative that came out limited that okay so essentially uh if i really really think hard about it i can say uh obama is why i have can only buy an ounce of weed in the state of washington so thanks obama uh (laughs) hey you want to go way back you can talk thanks first thanks william randolph hurst and your fucking hate of him Uh, Uh, i know i know my history (laughs) well the constitution was made of hemp is made of hemp. I heard that. I, I mean, I hope it's not was. Wait, I mean, it, it kind of real? probably is, was at this point. I think I we've done enough like, damage. I just thought like <laughs> parchment, right? I just thought like dry yeah. skins is what I assumed. Dry. <laughs> they powdered out a couple made, what, rats. What are those Swedish like magic pants that are made from human skin? Like those are a thing? <laughs> the necromancer pants. I think it's made of those. It's. Okay. It's, wait, okay. I'm sorry. There are pants made from human skin? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is like a that thing. Seems like that would be ill-fitting. Uh, I mean, yeah, but it was supposed to give you, you like witch powers size. or something. <laughs> I have to well, find I can my spring size. for some. It's a little bigger. Okay. What if you skin yourself and then uh, you wear it? I don't know. I don't know that they actually took it that far. <laughs> it's called a knob rock. Okay. A pair of ma- pants made from the skin of a dead man or woman. 
which are believed in Icelandic um, witchcraft to be capable of producing an endless supply of money. Money, so oh, you can okay. get rich. I was going to say, what Whoa. is worth this? So, so that's what you You step into a rich man's pants, yeah. yeah. Quick follow-up <laughs> question for B. Yes. Uh, why would you skin yourself and then put the skin back on as a pair of pants? Because, you because just if yeah, but I want it to be pants. Well, that's like a skin graft, basically. No, it's not because you don't necessarily wear it on the part where you removed it. Why would you do that? That's stupid. Oh, okay, okay. So you're making. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought you took the skin off your legs and then just put it back. That's on your what legs. I was like, picturing. Why would you do this? No, like, why, no. So you're saying skin from other. Or here's what I could do. I could go to science and then we could clone my cells and grow a pair of pants. Why would you do that to a clone of yourself? Like. No, 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 no! Not a whole oh, clone, just the oh, skin. Oh, make a, a full oh, just the skin. skin. Okay. Skin no, I want like, to see like a that, full though? clone grown and harvested <laughs> and used yeah. for all of its resources. You can turn the teeth into uh, into little knives. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, uh, that would be nice. Perma- use every part of the like animal. You just have permanent animal. uh, okay. nails. Okay. I heard something. I heard that uh, weed stores have to do everything in cash, and they can't. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, they not. Have they can't to. have a bank account. They can actually now. So, okay. so this this is nice. this I actually this was actually the topic uh, of my class uh, last night was banking law a- and you know it, it's an interesting area because banks you know you think uh, I don't know um, Mitch McConnell's conservative like banks are just way more so and I guess yeah the closer yeah. you get to the money the more you want to hold on to it right and so when they did the coal memo they also did this thing called the fincen memo and the fincen memo basically laid out the same thing for banks and said yeah okay you can do cannabis money under this circumstance and the other and um no one wanted to do it because they're still afraid of being arrested because there's all these other requirements you have to do and if you screw it up you could be personally arrested and fined like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. no one wants that and so a couple credit unions have gotten into the game. Um, you know, here we have Salal in um, Oregon. They have MAPS Credit Union. There's a few people that can actually process these for them. Hmm. The problem, though, is getting a true credit card transaction in place with a bank that can accept it and meet the requirements for the credit card transactions are just right now too onerous. There's a few people that are doing workarounds, but they're largely doing it in ways that the underlying banks can't deal with and so so right. we're not there yet uh there's there's a thing called the safe banking act which might open that up a little bit it, it won't necessarily change the reporting requirements for the banks who have to like report pretty much quarterly uh, every transaction for a cannabis company but it would maybe open up things like credit card processing which would be awesome i when i first moved to seattle uh in december of 2014 i did pay for weed with a debit card uh <gasps> i don't believe i but they also <coughs> they the, on the on the receipt it said that it was like for like coffee like yeah and that's what <laughs> doing right like <laughs> the bank you know they find that out even us as as a law firm uh, they found out we were supporting the weed industry and they're like, nope, you got to take your money elsewhere. We're like, we're a Oh, law wow. Firm. So you guys yeah. also as a law firm have to deal with that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we use a cannabis credit union for that. So uh, this is something that I've run into, you know, in, uh, you know, I've done a, a fair amount in the, in the sex trades and adult industry and you can't, uh, there's a lot of things that are barred to you. If a bank finds out that the money you're receiving in your business account is from, you know, even just nude modeling, uh, 
then they'll shut down your account. Uh, PayPal will shut down your accounts. Um, yeah, and these people are vicious with it too. Like they'll go look. They'll at take your, your website, money, right? Yeah, they'll take your money until yeah. until they you know go research and PayPal, find out what you do. PayPal will take your money and oh, never give it? it to you. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, they'll legit take yeah. it. Well, true story. PayPal will do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. PayPal has, has very much taken money from people on multiple occasions. They take for so much money. Little. Oh my! God. Oh my God! PayPal. Yeah, is known for just and then and then, cash. but then you get like, and this is why like uh, people will start noticing. There's a lot of like um, you know escorts who won't take like Venmo or like uh, uh, you know transactions through certain apps because <laughs> the guys will always comment like. For sex, like yeah, oh my god, <laughs> for awesome the... sex emoji, peach. emoji, emoji. So they they have yeah, a peach eggplant, peach eggplant. It's like uh, so you don't and they they're know like, I don't know it... how my wife caught me cheating on her. Like <laughs> public <laughs> transaction history. Yeah, no, no they, they didn't go to the gate school of Venmo. It's tuition. It's uh, right, right. <laughs> books. It's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, you know, Gates. student body <laughs> fees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's amazing. Well, yeah. I used to love being like a thirty-year-old getting uh, <laughs> money for tuition. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have just said, you could have just said student don't, hey. debt, bro. <laughs> no, it's, it's never too late to go back to. School. So don't, don't, don't even, <laughs> even in, uh, even, people. even in, because I, I considered. Yeah, I hooked up with a, a lawyer once and I was like, I could probably do that. <laughs> I like to argue with people. Uh, but did you get into law initially? Did, were you interested in drug policy or was that something that you kind Not of like got popular? At all. Yeah, no, I got into law school uh, largely because of the work that I was doing in civil rights before that. I'd done a lot of work with Amnesty International and I was on the King County Civil Rights Commission. And finally, I was like, I could do better work if I had this body of knowledge, right? And then I go in and I realize uh, quickly that litigation was something that I kind of had a knack for. And so I went into that and I'd been doing that. And, uh, and then this opportunity rose in cannabis much later and then once I learned about it and all the historical um, uh, shit and, and literally shit uh, sitting yeah. behind it, it, it became really more interesting to me. Hmm. So I kind of fell into this accidentally. Okay. <laughs> Quick question. What does litigator mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the lawyer like if you sue or be sued. And so okay, like okay. so like I don't do the criminal stuff. I just like okay. do the things where money or rights to property are involved for the most part. Okay. That's cool. So like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to how to phrase this. Um <laughs> obviously when we talked about like all the stuff that happened with the banks that a lot of that has to do with the fact that like federally uh, on a national basis uh weed is is, is criminalized. You know, it's it's. I, I want to say it's a Schedule One. Yeah, Schedule I, One I, drug. Schedule One drug, right? I, I, so what you mean like heroin, but not uh, like cocaine? No, no, her- heroin is just a, a oh <laughs> really? Cocaine is Schedule Two. It has some medical purpose, uh, so you can get coked out. You just can't. You just can't toke. <laughs> oh, that's nice. so crazy! They rub it on your I, gums at the dentist. That, yeah, <laughs> used to. Yes, yeah. they do. And <laughs> you come back every time. You want to make sure those patients keep coming back. Rub a little cocaine <laughs> on the gums. They'll be back in six months. Trust me. Uh, or the proctologist. No, what is federal? 
<laughs> I would I would 100% go to the proctologist if I was getting like a little cocaine rub. Of course. <laughs> like, why is my butt hurt tingly? 100%. You could, you could uh, listen, if I went to a proctologist like, hey, I'm going to rub cocaine in and around your anus and then I'm going to, I was like, stop. I don't care what you're doing after that. Like just start with the cocaine. <laughs> You don't even need the camera at this point. Just do what you're going to do. Do what you want. Like, you said enough to gain entry. You know what, Jay? You can can do that yourself, and you should treat yourself sometime. I'm just saying. I I, I don't, I don't, it's messy. I don't want to have to clean up all the powder. (laughs) No, thank you. I I like the idea of of going, having someone do it for you, have them deal with all the mess, and then I walk out completely happy, and they can deal with that. Yeah. I like that experience. I'm very bougie like I that. actually, you, you, I oh, often... You, you gotta have I, your spa day. At the I often smoke weed, uh, and people, you know, obviously I'm a recreational user. I use for a lot of reasons, but, like, mainly, like, um, weed was really helpful to, you know, not uh, get addicted to Oxycontin while I was uh, dealing with yeah. my, sur- my surgery and all that stuff. I did accidentally get addicted to Oxycontin for... <laughs> Because it just happens when you take it for a week straight. But that was like right after my surgery and I knew how to deal with it and I had weed. So I think people also don't realize, I think that, uh, the, so I was I was listening to, I don't remember, something and they were saying that uh, fatalities in accidents have gone up slightly since they legalized weed. But I don't know if that was like a scary statistic or like a real thing. Well, yeah. I just don't know if there's a correlation between the two things because I'm yeah. like... There's other things that have, like, other, I guess the, the, the key here is, um, is there a statistical correlation or, or tie between those two? And then, if that is, uh, is it stronger than other statistical correlations between other incidents and other things? So, you know, it might have been, you know, I guess the biggest, sorry, the biggest mistake in attribution is thinking that it's all attributable to one thing. Sure. In most cases, things can be attributed to multiple things. And saying, like, because we legalize weed, now people are crashing their cars more. It's a slippery slope <laughs> argument. It, it doesn't make sense because, quite frankly, it could be, uh, what else did we do this year? What else has happened there? Are people traveling more? Is there a higher volume? Also, roads have gotten worse because it's a year since, you know, we legalized it. What is happening else other than just this one factor? It, it's really simple to be like, oh, look at this thing. Those seems like they make sense. But sure. statistically, with analysis, you may find that that's not really the answer. Yeah. And the, the study, AAA actually did a study on this to, to determine if Washington's legalization led to increased fatalities. And they did find that it went up. But they said that there is um, correlation, but not causation. And, and so yeah. they weren't able to make that like actual statistical tie, but it could, I mean, it could be that that same level had been occurring before. We just hadn't studied, you know, the THC impact, or it could be that, you know, people that are, you know, uh, just drinking more during that time period because the economy tanks, you know, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. Right. And yeah. also too, I think, uh, you know, it's not accounting for things like, oh, the opium epidemic. Right. Like, maybe that's making people crash their cars more. I don't know. Also, uh, sometimes people just crash cars more. Like, aberrations happen all the time. I mean, and I, I'm not... God, when I say that, it made me feel very climate change denial. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it's a true statement. Like, aberrations in statistical data happen frequently. Uh, over time, if it's a sustained increase, then let's have a conversation. But even then, to that point you still have to be able to prove statistical, I guess, causation. And while there may be some correlations, there you can't prove that it's a stronger correlation than any of the other things that are going to be tied to that statistic. Right. What do you what right. do you think the dumbest 
law about marijuana is like oh, oh. Like, i mean the fact that it's illegal but besides that like in the regulation <laughs> in washington state like uh let's go dumbest regulation r- right like now that, that, I, and i'm and i'm happy to report that this actually got invalidated by a court was uh cool. advertising regulations um oh. and that one they would say you know oh yeah you can put a billboard like within viewing distance of your shop as long as it has like this that and the other language but if you put up a black lives matter sign in your store window we're going to consider that an advertisement and uh cite you for that because these people well i mean remember too that the lcb are largely made up of law enforcement officers and uh, i've never known you know law enforcement officers retired or otherwise there's a couple people there that are just like career bureaucrats that just happen to do enforcement but um not the best at nuanced first amendment (laughs) analysis they they don't get commercial speech versus you know non-commercial speech and and i don't know that it's really part of their training so they're like the regulation says you can have one sign and then they looked at, they look at, they see a sign and they see a Black Lives Matter. That, that's two signs. And yeah, then you, uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. It's... And they're not going to be, I would imagine too, they're not going to be super like, uh, I guess super understanding or be like, like merciful or lenient when it's just like, they already kind of hate Black Lives Matter signs. A lot of them think of it as being like subversive and anti-police in general, uh, which is not, what it no, is, just anti-police so beating the shit out of people. Just, right. Yeah. A lot of law enforcement officers. Right. <laughs> I, I'm just anti the bad apples. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny thing about bad apples. <laughs> wait, wait, are you going to tell me my I left some apples? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, okay, let's say you had a, uh, like, the bad apple analogy, uh, be- welcome back to Javen Hates Everything, uh, the bad apple <laughs> analogy is weird to me, because if you take, uh, if you have a barrel full of good apples, and you put one bad apple in it, and then cover it, and then walk away, that bad apple releases a specific gas that makes everything else ripen and rot as well, which means the entire <laughs> thing is going to be bad apples, it's because gonna be there's bad. one. So if there's one bad apple in a barrel uh, and you don't get it soon enough, then all the barrels bad apples. Right. And I don't think we've gotten the bad apple soon enough. Um, oh, actually, I know that analogy is great. Never mind. <laughs> I thought of something. I, are they letting out people in jail yet for weed? Not yet. Not yet. Ooh. And, and that's is there it, plans for it to happen? Well, there's there's a way to get expungement. And through the work I do with the King County District Court, you know, we're working on that process, but it's not automatic. And right there, I think the courts and the legislators are just like woefully blind to the inequity that that builds into the vacation process, right? Like you shouldn't force people to get a lawyer. I mean, right there, that's the first barrier, like having something so complex that you need a lawyer. What? That, right. that shouldn't happen. It should be automatic. And then also a good lawyer, which is expensive. Right. Right. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some lawyers you can hire for pretty cheap. You probably don't want them. <laughs> yep. <sighs> it's about now, the volume. Look, I'm not saying that the level of service from any lawyer is better or worse than another. I realize that that's not a thing that I can say. I will, however, say that uh, I had I paid a lot for a lawyer when I had an issue, and I am happy about how much money I paid because <laughs> I'm not in jail currently, but... I am also, uh, I, I saw a public defender and I've seen a public defender work, um, uh, in this case, in my behalf. And I've also had a, a lawyer that I, I paid out of pocket for. 
and uh, the public defender case did not go well. The case, the lawyer out of pocket went great. And I'm, not, I'm just saying this, this, it's a it's a very small sample size. And it's, it's my own personal <laughs> anecdotal experience. I get it. I will but tell you, the public defenders I will always pay for the lawyer. So many of them care. Not yes. all of them are good. The ones that are good and that care in that office are amazing. Um, and it's you know I, I've had a friend that like went on from doing public defense to like working on the innocence project and she's now a law professor so like there's no shortage of like awesome people in that field but it's hard because you are you don't have the budget and a lot of the times you don't have the time to do a proper investigation and so you're just kind of like hamstrung right whereas the guy you're paying you're you know oh he'll gladly go do more for you because you're paying him by the hour (laughs) Mm -hmm. (sighs) yes you are All right, uh, we are going to go take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more with Justin, which, by the way, this has been awesome. So we will be back. <laughs> Welcome back to Frown Town. <laughs> it's still not there. I, I didn't get a five. I feel like Weird. I'm, I feel like I'm not getting all my numbers, and I don't know why I am the only one not getting numbers. I will say this. There's one difference between me that is not true of the other people in this call. <laughs> yeah? What was that I, be? Uh, I'm the only one with dreadlocks. And clearly, <laughs> it's the dreadlocks that's doing it. I should have known. It's the hair. Uh, <laughs> we are here with Justin Walsh. Uh, Justin, thank you for coming uh, on the show. It's been actually super fun. Uh, yeah. Mainly because Heck, we've yeah. learned things. I now know it's Obama's fault that I have to only buy an ounce every time I go to the weed shop. Thanks, Obama. Uh, <laughs> we 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 got it. We we answered. I feel like we got some questions to some weed things answered, right? Some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh I have one question, and this is uh this might be a little bit more long form, but uh let's say that like um let's say that we're politicians. Uh, I'll be Republican this time, V, since I was last episode. So uh, <laughs> the return of the Black Republican, uh, one of the rarest of preachers. <laughs> Uh, v, you could be a Democrat, of course. Uh, if oh, you be. maybe you go, maybe you go socialist. I feel like you'd be more democratic socialist, but whatever. Be what yeah. you want to be. Maybe you're maybe a Green Party. I'm an anarchist, uh, baby. There you go. Well, that doesn't work in a in a. a you can't be against the system in the system that's it's a secret plot it's <laughs> a secret cool. plot for to antifa to take over the government that's what they want you know that right that's what's happening so v is legitimately being literally v for vendetta uh, <laughs> no one's ever made that joke before every single time we have a show i make that no uh, no uh let's say that we were trying to on a federal national level uh legalize weed with legislation what are the three policies that you feel we absolutely must enact to do it fairly and justly? And then you need to sell the Republican and the Democrat on why oh, these policies are three. important. So black Republican too. So you don't have to try too hard. I'm a black Republican. I go to church every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> um, mad conservative, I assume. I don't know. I, I'm not a real black com- Republican. I'm just judging from one of my uncles. <laughs> 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 Didn't vote Trump. Just didn't vote anyone. <laughs> but yeah, what what are some policies you feel that must be enacted on a, a federal level for for? And this is again for you know this to be an equitable and just law that does more good than harm. All right. Well, you know, first yeah, I, told you it was I a think long the the things that we we need. One of the main things here is we need to ensure not only an adequate supply of marijuana, but mm-hmm. we have to ensure that it's done by American farmers. 
Okay. And, and what I mean is we have a huge agricultural industry that has been hit hard and to the point where we can help them to retool. Oh, man, ASMR. God, I need to drink more water. Uh, <laughs> uh, to the extent that we can help them retool and save their farms through the use of cannabis, I really think we should. Okay. Whoa! Second- Sorry, I just remembered the Simpsons episode with the... Didn't they have weed tomatoes? Oh, uh, no, t- no, tobacco tomatoes. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> what were those called? Tomacos. 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 I want yeah. that, but with weed. <laughs> weed mottos. Miramatos. Marijuana. What a tomarijuana. There we go. Tomarijuana. <laughs> I love it. I like oh, the. I like the whole. I like the. I like the part about adequate supply. I. I think that's actually that, really. That good. makes me happy. Well, <laughs> I like the idea of uh, you know helping farmers that already have land and resources and the general know-how shift towards growing this particular crop. Um, because well, or are, is it is it also to help farmers who are growing other stuff like. They could like grow farms like- who are growing corn, for example, that we're already subsidizing, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So we can t- we can take out some of those subsidies, shift them to cannabis, or oh. you know, take back uh, small farms, right? Take it back from Monsanto. Whoa. Okay. okay. And then so, there was a second thing. Wait, I got to be a black Republican for a second. Oh, right. Okay. But but Justin, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. Uh, and black Republican really is just me talking louder and hand gesturing. Um, <laughs> but but Justin, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, of course, I love this being fully American. My concern is uh, we're forcing. The, the government, big government, is forcing uh, these farmers to, to do something they may not agree with. You know, if, if you're a Christian, you may not agree with marijuana uh, being smoked. So I don't think we can force them. I, I, I wouldn't, my vote couldn't be cast for forcing my constituents to do something they don't want to do. Well, and we don't Justin. have to force them. That's the beauty of it. We can, we can make this self-selection and opt in. If you've got a failing farm or a farm that, that is in need of heavy subsidies and you want to avail yourself of this program, you can. And given the economic opportunity out there, we've seen a lot of interest from farmers in the Midwest, Oklahoma especially, that really want to get into this industry. So I think it's a great thing all around. We're not going to force anyone, but we're going to provide economic opportunity and increased uh, revenue from the taxes that'll come from that. I do. I, wait, wait. Are we are we going to tax this heavily? I don't like the idea of taxing corporations or businesses. Starting to balk at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Can we the, just tax regular people instead, like the poor people? <laughs> we tax them? Then I feel good about it. Remember, black Republican. <laughs> well, and I think we have to tax it really at the user level. I mean, it doesn't make sense to tax it on a corporate level, which would hinder the supply and make people not want to get into this business. And But it does make sense. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a sin tax similar to alcohol. We can place that on it at the user level. That does two things. It generates a whole lot of revenue for the government. And two, it helps uh, hinder issues like... Um, and, and I hesitate to say addiction because there's not really addiction to marijuana, but it, it hinders overuse um, by the general population because that's one of the things that you try to do with, with drug yeah. policy is not encourage too much use. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't want the streets full of marijuana. I just I want do. half full. Uh, no. <laughs> Although I, it is awkward uh, when you, you got to be careful when you're smoking a joint on the sidewalk because sometimes it'll go right, the cloud will go right into a baby's face. Uh, 
uh, and then the baby has a great day. Oh, okay. <laughs> my kid's so are mellow they... and loves milk. <laughs> yeah. The baby is so quiet, and it's just a gentlest baby. Um, I, I don't know. Is there a harsh baby? Uh, Justin, um, are there any other policies that you think that we should uh, add to, to our, our burgeoning federal legislation? Well, I, I really think that we need to take some of that revenue uh, that's uh, coming through and, and use that to create a, a better, more robust, non-DARE-oriented uh, education program surrounding marijuana. We mm. saw that DARE was a huge failure in the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it actually increased drug use. And I think you can have a better education system by having a more honest conversation about I w- marijuana. I went and through drugs Dare. I went through Dare and I love drugs. They told me about all of them. <laughs> uh, I never, it, like, Dare was, pre- I'm old. I didn't have Dare. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm going to take a second. I got to remove the black Republican hat. Let's, let's just have a black hat. Do you hat. need a shower? Uh, uh, I, later. Uh, Hose them down. I was a black Republican last episode, too, so it just carried over. <laughs> um, have you ever been black and had dare come? Well, no, you haven't. It's a very different experience when you're black and the cop comes to your, your school to talk to you about drugs. Like, uh-huh. I heard about, like, the ones that y'all had where he, like, he comes in. He's like, oh, hey, guys, these are what drugs look like. It was real different for us. It was uh, stories about how they beat people, how they, they shot, and you could Jeez. die. Um, they did show us drugs, and then they talked about how it was impossible to beat, like, drug-sniffing dogs, which, haha, <laughs> it's not. And how, like, if you if you sold drugs or did drugs, you were definitely getting caught. You were definitely going to jail. And he was like, I, he's like, I will find you, and I will bust you. Uh, <laughs> so, which, in retrospect... You, so, V no. got the actual, like, drug abuse resistance so, education. Yeah, I, I got, got that. Well, I dare you to do weed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was... I will say, I also, uh, in Florida, which... Uh, my high school also held an abstinence rally, so that kind of, you know, you have to put, you know, think about what kind of information we're getting. Uh, but we also had a guy who had no arms and no legs uh, come to our school and basically... Oh, please, please tell me his name was Matt. I don't know uh. what his name was, but he uh, he had he, he had done too much cocaine and passed what? out in a blizzard. <laughs> oh, Okay. So his but, arms like, and his legs froze off, and that's why you should never smoke weed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quick follow-up question. What if it's not a blizzard? Then is it okay for me to do cocaine? Also, uh, third, second follow-up question. Even if I did cocaine, it... I wouldn't go outside in the snow. Well, I mean, isn't doing Maybe cocaine he thought it was just going outside cocaine. in the snow anyway? So he did. Oh, he, he was trying to have a theme. in a blizzard. Ha-ha. Yeah, yeah. Um, third follow-up question. Was it the cocaine that made him lose his legs or was it the, the blizzard? It feels like it was the blizzard, right? So shouldn't it be like like a yeah. blizzard? Uh, so it should be a bear. blizzard, blizzard awareness. abuse. Yeah, yeah like don't resistance. ever don't ever move to uh, the East Coast because don't you might. Blizzards. Oh my God. If uh, I were that guy, I would be just like a vehement like meteorologist. Just getting there and <laughs> about clouds. This is a fucking uh, cumulonimbus. You stay away from <laughs> I mean, so do you feel like it is uh, marijuana legislation? Is that kind of like I obviously there's a, there's a lot going on with that, but do you ever foresee yourself doing stuff around other drugs? Because I've heard about states starting to legalize like cyclobin mushrooms for personal use, and well, Oregon legalized. Yeah, Oregon decriminalized did. Everything. Hell yeah. yeah! Wait, they decriminalized everything in Oregon? They went full hamster down. <laughs> Road <Yeah>. trip. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, Holy have, shit. But they specifically like created a market down there for the psilocybin. And we actually yeah. do some of that work and, and looking at it. Um, up here, we don't have it yet, but I've been contacted Amazing. by people that want to set up like, um, you know, get ahead of the game and set up things like being a guide during. Oh, man. Uh, like trips, now people can you know? graduate from being drug dealers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's very like oh i do yoga also here are these chocolate bars <laughs> it makes so like, the yoga so much better yeah yeah just to put a cap on the policy for national the national policy thing was there anything else that you feel that just nationally needs to be enacted well i think right now the war on drugs is failing and and yeah. we've seen through this uh, kind of piecemeal um, legislation throughout the states that the experiment works if you set up the right controls on the system. You have better quality overall for, for people. You don't have to worry about things like PCs, uh, P- PCP being an adulterant yeah. or other adulterants in your, in your marijuana. You know where it's coming from. Whoa. You know the farms. Uh, you have innovation in products. You've got ramen products. You've got tinctures. You've got candy. You've got brownies. And that will Lube, only expand. Lube. There are suppositories. Woohoo! Not, not a joke. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen those. It, it, it shows. I, I've and got also, them all. I, I know you guys are all psyched about lube and suppositories. It's also <laughs> wheat butter. So, like, let's not lose sight of the real things in life. Wheat butter. Classic. Yeah. yeah. It's butter. It, but it's tasty. It. And the extract. Yeah, like My problem is, I, I have to. I, I'm going to be visiting. Um, I'm going to be visiting Texas soon, and there weed. Uh, law is very different. Uh, yeah, in the south, butter, in the south, butter. I find that people do smoke weed in public, but it's usually <clears throat> just me and other white people smoking weed in public. <laughs> but it depends on where you go. Some places you see like a dude roll down his window, and he's got like tinted windows, and it just like billows out of the car, and that goes across races. I feel like in the south, there's always that dude <laughs> with the tinted windows <laughs> who rolls yeah. his window down at a stoplight, and and well, it. Uh, has billowing weed smoke because like it's a tradition in the south uh to like you know cut open the black and mild and yeah (laughs) and like roll it like roll up weed with it like that's that's a real tradition and i feel like like i think to your point uh there are places in the south where you will smell people smoking weed like even in alabama where i was i would like you roll past like the right club the right time you smell weed it was like i was arrested in in uh florida for weed as a teenager so uh, having gone through the uh uh the process of getting arrested for marijuana uh like for literally a roach that was in the bottom of my bag to now like buying weed at the store like one time i did it with a credit card (laughs) yeah it's It's, a trip it's crazy it's crazy and then you know i have people in my family who were uh weed dealers like it's just something that i've been around uh and the and 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 friends of our family who've gone to prison for a long ass time (laughs) for things like uh marijuana and psychedelics which are honestly for me way less destructive than alcohol but i don't feel like anyone who listens to this podcast needs that argued for them <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like too uh do you th- i guess ask do you think that legislation to legalize marijuana like nationally needs to include uh some form of of like uh i guess forgiveness or or uh i'm not sure what the right term is reparations but... no not reparations because that that it'll never that's specific <laughs> we but can't it's, get it's that for even worse if you're if you were in jail expunged like you're expunging your records if you went to jail for you know having an ounce of marijuana on you or like a what what i would call a smokable amount right right like i don't know what 
that amount is because like i feel like i i know how much i smoke and how much i consume in a two, <laughs> two weeks time and i know how much the normal person makes in a <laughs> lifetime and those amounts are generally the same so it's like oh i smoked like three joints my entire life i'm like that was yesterday for me <laughs> um, and, and so like obviously uh there are people been busted like obviously if you have a brick i don't know if you're gonna smoke a brick in like a week or so but there are people been busted with certain amounts that i feel like there should be some expungement of those records do you feel like that needs to be part of that legislation you know i think so and actually it already is to a certain extent so the Moore act which uh passed the house and, and is um still kind of going through um i don't think it'll pass this go around oh my apologies um <laughs> because because i've Popular. got uh i know i know and it's literally the boss in the office next door uh, <laughs> So it, it includes a mechanism for expungement, and most of the states are starting to come on board there. I don't think it does enough. I think the process needs to be automatic. I think it needs to not um, take into account things like they'll say, oh, if you've only had one marijuana charge for possession, uh, what does it matter? It's the same conduct. I mean, obviously, right. we're a marijuana user. So well, you, you should have learned a lesson, I guess. Theoretically, that's, that's yeah, you learned to hide your drugs better. <laughs> Yeah, like you should have learned how to how to stash your weed better, young young man or, uh, or lady. My or my favorite Just, is in the age of of uh, social media. You have a lot of kids like doing YouTube videos, like "Yo, this is where I stash my weed when I'm driving." And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I hate that those exist. I've seen oh. one of those. It was like, this is how I get ready for a smoke sesh. And it's like, why and are he's you just hiding? like, he's like, yeah, like, don't blow up the video too much. Cause like, you know, I don't want cops to see this, you know? Uh, oh my God. Barf. And then you uh, just have a, a, a TikTok of a, like a police officer and a lawyer just looking at this kid's YouTube video. Oh my God. That's, it's yeah. so The stupid. children need to learn. But I feel like in some ways, uh, you know, like the sort of mainstreamness of marijuana culture and it's like, oh, it's not something that uh, just like poor people and people of color do anymore. It's like moms do it. Like you yeah, can take it for a backache. That's still going to be the perception though. Like when it comes from a law enforcement perspective and a law and order Republican perspective, it's still going to be very much that argument. My um, question, and, uh, why are cops such nerds? why is the sun yellow why is water wet we'd be here all day if we talked to talk about that why are short pants short like (laughs) (laughs) like that's there's so many uh you know what there's an easy way to answer that question uh in fact the question kind of answered itself cops are nerds because nerds are all cops yeah does yeah, that make yeah. Sense? Like, I, I guess mean, it's just you know because I'm think I'm sitting here thinking about I have this you know I have this hand sanitizer that's just made is that it's got weed in it like everything has weed in it and I was smelling it and your hands smell like weed. Oh no, thank you. And like I like it because I like <laughs> the smell of weed and and stuff. But I do, um, but I don't want to. I wouldn't. Like weed. I wouldn't have this. I wouldn't take this with me to Texas. <laughs> yeah, no. But you know what's funny? The FDA totally allows it. Like, you can have a weed cosmetic as long as it doesn't have, like, uh, micro-encapsulation or something that would cause it to absorb in the skin. Huh. Like the, Interesting. It's, it's a weird thing. Uh, but, you know, it still has marijuana. So if you're not in a legal state, do not. I, yeah, I don't like, yeah. Don't like marijuana. Don't I, tur- I, turned my, I turned my evangelical mother onto uh, uh, THC-based hand creams and salves or however it's pronounced. Uh, and Sa- she saves. loves it. Yeah, saves. she loves it. 
depending upon if you're <laughs> she's like she's just, up in the, the north. She's like, she loves Jesus and she loves her THC rubs and her CBD <laughs> rubs. Yeah. And it's I very adorable because she was CBD very mad at me when best. I got arrested. <laughs> no, CBD rubs are the best. Uh, and if, if you're not rocking some CBD rubs, especially as I get older. Yeah, I, I peer pressured I like my it. mom mm-hmm. into doing weed. That's not, but that's not, okay, that's, first of all, that's not doing weed as you try to say it. That's, that's just, that, that's using it like a tincture. And I think that's actually one of the things that has like helped popularize, you know, marijuana sales in general is the yeah. fact that, you know, technology for marijuana has gotten us to the point where, you know, the separation of so, THC and CBD and tinctures and lotions and creams. And the like, Obama oh, yeah. thing, the Obama the thing we were talking about earlier where he was like, where Washington is wicked strict because of the the cult, because we were the first, and, yeah, yeah. So and Jenny like, Durkin, Jenny Durkin was the attorney that was writing those memos to Gregoire saying that we're going to prosecute. So it's yeah, really oh Jenny Durkin, god yeah. damn it, she's it's called the Durkin memo. <laughs> Sounds like a gross, like, sex yeah, it act. Does. I, 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 immediately like, I, was almost, I immediately was like, well, just dirking off. And I was like, oh, it's, God. <laughs> it's a sex act where you just fuck your constituents. What, what are you doing? I'm, you dirking the, I'm dirking the gherkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What are you doing? I'm dirking off. No! <laughs> I don't even um, know what the second part of that is. So is, so <laughs> is that... It's gotta be a combination move. Is that the reason why, like, because I've seen... Man, I've seen in California, they've got these tinctures where it's like a thousand milligrams of THC, and I need that, man, because I'm like, really... I have a really high tolerance, <laughs> but, like, they don't sell super strength stuff in Washington, and I'm very yeah. annoyed... Well, yeah, no, you're all, limited. You can you can get a because I know for a fact I have found it that you can get a thousand uh, milligrams of no, it might be a no, it's a thousand. Uh, I think uh, I want to get a, like a it's an oil. It comes it's a little vials of oil. L- let me go to my shop uh, and and catch you up on that because I swear I've gotten it. It, it might be CBD, but. Uh, no, it's, it's it's straight up and down THC because it, I need it got it. super high. Uh, let's talk to me. I I because I, <laughs> I had the same thing where I was like, look, I want edibles, but I want it in higher, like the highest dose you can give me, and it might be either a thousand or like maybe I'm thinking it was like uh maybe each one was a hundred. I need to go back to the shop and look for it. Here's yeah. the thing. Uh, one vial got me super fucked up, and it was nice. It was really cool because I could put it like like in a salad and mix it up and kind of like make a nice little Ooh. salad. Yeah, mix it up with like because it was an oil so you just mix it in with the other oil and you eat it and then you wait a little bit and then you're done but you can make that yourself you can actually carbolize weed and make your own weed oil and uh maybe since we're doing like a whole 420 thing maybe next show we talk about how to make your own weed oil yeah i'm gonna do it i have a lot of keef uh well you can use keef but you actually just need regular bud it's super easy you, you it's like the oven uh you put your weed in the oven i think at like 210 and then it, it basically uh it it's called carbol i think it's carbolization where essentially Jay, it, we should huh? do we should do a video and do it a yeah, cooking just, show let's, style <laughs> yeah let's do it uh i okay. kind of want to to i mean i gotta use this camera anyway let's just yeah let's do that <laughs> um okay so uh we I, are I, I have one more question mark for, we, we are at the oh. mark where we can ask one one more oh, question. What what's your favorite thing about being a cannabis lawyer? Oh god, it's the only area of law that is tolerable. Uh <laughs> No. Uh, 
but it's also like one of the more interesting areas, right? Because things have not been decided yet. It's sure. you know very rarely do you get this opportunity to work in a new area of law because everything's already got like all the hundreds of cases behind it that happened before. And this isn't the case. I can read every important marijuana case and know that there is so much still that has to come on that. So it's uh it's weird to be in this area where you can be on the forefront. Whoa, it's- like baby laws. Also, yeah. like, you, you can have an impact with uh, cases that you take on. Uh, you literally sure. should be taking on cases that can help set precedent for, for the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there you know, there was a case recently that invalidated those advertising regulations as being anti-First Amendment. Um, and, you know, you, you can do these cases that help to decide... Are these rules uh, by the LCB being set correctly or did they exceed their authority? And and we're doing some of that work right now. Um, So it's fun. It's new. And it's hard to find uh, something as a lawyer that is new and interesting. I mean, even on the best day, this job is just not for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's most jobs. I may just be getting like old and curmudgeonly, but I don't think people are meant to work. No, every every lawyer that's been on the show so far has been like, don't get into law. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's been the overarching theme. It's just been like, don't do it. Wow. (laughs) You guys are not inspiring confidence in me at all. (laughs) Justin, thank you for being on the show. Actually, you do inspire confidence in me, just not in my career as a lawyer. Um, Is there anything? <laughs> plug. Uh, where can people find you? If they want to reach out to you on social media, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram, or cetera, if they're getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the law firm's Gleam Law. We're going to be doing a Reddit AMA on 420, kind of a yearly thing that we do. Yeah. Uh, personally, so, you can catch me on Twitter at Amateur Law Prof and uh, also at WalshyComedy.com. Uh, there, I also have the uh, Talk American podcast, uh, which has been kind of on hiatus for about a year uh, due to lawyerly reasons and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided that those reasons aren't good enough. So that's going to be restarting here uh, pretty Ooh, shortly. Nice, hell nice. yeah. That's exciting. Uh, and for people who are listening to the show, this is uh, April 16th, part of our 420 experience. We're starting the weekend off. Our next show is, uh, we have a special guest. Won't tell you who it is, but I will tell you what we're doing because it's stupid. It's uh, stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> so we record at five o'clock typically, and yeah. we still will record at five o'clock. But at 420 on 420, both <laughs> V and I will ingest 100 milligrams of edibles yep. 40 minutes before we start recording. <laughs> oh, Lord. I here's hope your guest has patience. You know. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I need you to know. I have been prepping for this for the last uh, month. Getting your tolerance I'm not, up? I'm not going into this blind because I know what can happen. I did a drunk show long, long time ago in podcasting uh, when I was in my 20s. I did a drunk podcast and it went off the rails. <laughs> I mean, like, like embarrassingly off the rails, like to the point where I was like, I got to edit. Like I, I had, it. I, I, we recorded for like three hours. I think I released 30 minutes of that show. <laughs> and I was just like, this is what I'm comfortable with y'all knowing I said. Uh, so uh, Jay, I, can we get a training montage of like you working up to this hundred milligrams, like Rocky style? Like- I didn't work all the way up to a hundred. So here's what I d- I've d- been doing. I have been, so I have a habit already of one of my favorite, like weekend in the nights and 
or a stressful office day is to, uh, like, you know, three or four edibles and then just like uh, play the most violent video game I have, which is Battlefield <laughs> 2. Most violent one I have is, is quick twitch. I'm just shooting stuff and I just zone out while I shoot stuff. That's that's my thing. So what I did mm. is I started like I started doing four, waited to it hit and it got heavy and I did two more. And then it's, as it was coming down, I got hit with the two more. And it was like, oh, no, we're back. So technically, I worked up to six. I have not dropped 10 because I have little tiny. Six uh, is the most I done in a long time yeah but i also got took i did an edible by accident in high school some kids gave me some fudge and i was still on probation (laughs) (laughs) it was fucked up it was fucked up i definitely was nervous about my piss test uh but they didn't piss test me so congratulations isn't it uh, tiny tiny victories tiny victories tiny victories six Uh, is the most you've done what was the last time you did six uh i guess two weeks ago Oh, there you go. See, I, I did six like two. I'm gonna do like uh, I I, I have like my packet in already. It's a uh, here. I'll oh, show good. It. I, I, wait, wait a minute. Behind the couch. Ah. So no one can see this, but you and I. Uh, I do marmalade gummies. So they're like super, yeah, they're like little cute marmalade candies. Uh, and this is 100 milligrams of THC. It's passion fruit flavored. I'm excited for it. That's awesome. Uh, it, it's it, I've had it before. It's a really really good flavor. The only one I like more than this is watermelon. It's okay. And I and I get the racial connotations for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way watermelon. to way to be racist to yourself. Uh, first of all. <laughs> Everyone loves watermelon. There's yeah, it's fucking good. Right. Yeah, I love watermelon. Who's like, no, thank you to watermelon. So it's literally it's, just a drinkable food. It's extremely delicious. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it'll be uh, an interesting time. I also am building a game show that we're gonna play V. Uh, so here's what's gonna happen. Our guest is not gonna be this high. I suppose. I don't know. I we'll see. Did not, I didn't tell them not to get high, <laughs> but I didn't tell them to get stupid high. Right. So I'm hoping they'll come in like you know a regular norm. And then you'll be stupid high. So we'll yeah. play a game show to answer questions and see if you can outbeat someone while wicked high. Awesome. It's going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait. If you have suggestions for game show questions, you can send them to me at adjective underscore J, both on Twitter and on Instagram. V, if people want to hit you up to give you suggestions on how to survive 100 milligrams of weed. Yeah. So if you <laughs> want to tell me, I'm I'm a, uh, you know, I actually, I, I was going to smoke a lot of weed so that I could build up a tolerance too but then i still can't find my id so i (laughs) (laughs) haven't been smoking as much weed lately and i realized just smoking uh, like two (laughs) two bowls of a little bit of keef that i'm this is gonna be a challenge uh so i'm (laughs) (laughs) so uh give me some of your uh best tips uh <laughs> oh my goodness i just realized this may go off the rails way it's gonna be great it's, gonna, it's be. gonna be great the worst that'll happen is i won't talk <laughs> uh, yeah i'm afraid i'm gonna i'm just gonna go to sleep and it's just you and i passed out asleep with one person <laughs> like uh guys uh yeah so if you want to send me some some tips uh you can hit me up on instagram or on twitter that's at v chatty v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e uh we also uh we'll take questions on uh the frown town instagram and twitter that's at frown town pod in both places so you can go there and be like hey you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that exactly start all of your messages to us with an ambiguous hey 
please. <laughs> <laughs> the most ambiguous of hey, just be like, hey, and then just leave it at that. Don't even, no punctuation. I love having hey. guests on the podcast, Jay, because it almost feels like we have an audience again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so <laughs> the starved. Been in so long. Uh, also, you can call us. We have voicemail. Our voicemail number is 425-224-7621. That's 425-224-POC1, as in I am the number one POC. Uh, the best one you'll ever know and the best one you'll ever see. That rhymed on purpose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Again, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this thank you for great, having great me. This time. is great. <laughs> uh, v, yeah. always happy that you're on the show. Um, we got to yeah. get your tolerance up before next time. <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. Hey, it'll be a fun. I'm, I'm excited either way. I love uh, I love doing too much of something. And that's why yeah. I just stick to weed. <laughs> next time when we probably fall asleep during a show, um, it's going to be. Woo! I was going to say it's going to be exciting, but it's not. It's just going to be uh, weed heavy. <laughs> we Hell yeah. Out. You know what's not weed heavy, by the way? Actually, I can't say that, but maybe they're not. You know what's not weed heavy, V? FCON loves weed. Damn it. You know what's weed heavy, V? <laughs> <laughs> what? FCON. I was hoping they were straight edge. FCON, who are not straight edge, th- they love weed. I literally <laughs> just saw a picture of Kevin holding a joint that was this, like, like seven inches long today on his Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> Very weed Kevin. heavy. Kevin, you got to share. We leave you with FCON. <laughs>